A lot of people say they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to explain it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica. And here at the Ghetto Bible Tales, we retell Bible stories and discuss biblical themes in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to laugh, but we're going to learn too. So strap on your seatbelt, pop yourself some popcorn, and let's do this. y'all it's your girl jerica and i am back with yet another ghetto bible tale and today we're going to discuss daniel in the lion's den so get ready for this one before we can get into this story we must first discuss the rules of context i have a video dedicated to a deep dive into the rules of context and how to read the bible i will link that video in the description box below but right now we are just going to run through them real fast rule number one is language the bible wasn't originally written in english think about that when you're reading it rule number two is history and culture the culture of the bible is of ancient israel you cannot apply your modern day culture to the bible it will not work Rule number three is reading the Bible as a whole. Please take the Bible as it is, beginning to end. Please don't cut bits and pieces. And you just have to look at it as a complete, total document. And then you will understand it in context. The last rule of context is the Holy Spirit. You must pray to the Lord your God. Ask him to bestow his Holy Spirit upon you so that it can teach you to understand what you are reading. Because without the Holy Spirit, you will never ever get it. Okay? So once you gain an understanding of the rules of context, we can proceed on in our story. The story of Daniel in the lion's den takes place in the book of Daniel chapter 6. Um, This is... If I'm not mistaken, I want to say this is like the third video I've done where Daniel is featured in. I did one back. No, this might be the fourth. This might be the fourth video. I will link all the other videos where I talk about Daniel in the description box. Because, you know, he's he's a part of the Three Hebrew Boys story. He's a part of Nebuchadnezzar going crazy story. He's a part of the other story um, about the writings on the wall. Yeah, I have done a good... Daniel is a really good book. You should really read the book of Daniel. I'll probably end up doing the whole entire book because it's, it's not a long book. It's short. But anyway, we have to take in consideration our rules of context. Rule number two specifically in this instance is history and culture. History up until this point of uh, Daniel 6. Uh, y'all remember that the children of Israel, Judah, or whatever you want to call them, they have they were conquered by the Babylonian nation, right? So by the time we get to Daniel 6, because if y'all remember in one of my old videos where I discussed um, the writings on the wall, that I think that was the last chapter, Daniel Daniel chapter 5, the Babylonians get taken over by the Persians. So by the time we get to chapter 6 of Daniel, um, the Persia has taken over uh, Babylon and they are ruling. So, at the beginning of chapter Daniel chapter 6, 
we meet Darius, who historians say isn't a documented king, but the Cyrus was, but Darius isn't. So they're assuming that he was a prince, but mm. so Darius, uh, this Persian prince or king, he appoints 120 um, satraps, I think that's how you say it, over the kingdom. And a satrap I'm, not, I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but if I, I'm, the word is at the bottom of the screen. So that person is kind of like a government official. Um, I'm gonna say that it's equivalent to probably a mayor, because yeah, a, a mayor or a governor maybe, but it's a political official, and they over the kingdom and. And that was 120 of them. And then he appointed three others to be over the 120. And the three others, it was two guys and Daniel. So Daniel was, and, and they were called governors. So I'm assuming that maybe the satraps were more like um, mayors or a lower branch of being a governor. Whatever step is up under there, a senator maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. But it's Persian government. So look that up. <laughs> But anyway, Daniel and two other people were over the 120 people that the king had put over the, the kingdom. So once again, y'all, God has showed Daniel favor. He is in a high political position because if y'all have watched all my other Ghetto Bible Tell videos about Daniel, he was always in a high position despite being a slave. So... Once again, he was in a high position. And anyway, all these people, these 120 people will report back to the three governors. And then the three governors will report back to the king. So Daniel was so good at his job. He kept getting promoted. Like the king wanted to put Daniel over the whole realm. So he wanted Daniel to be the top tier dog right under the king. So Daniel was amazing at his job and he had favorable views from uh, the hierarchy. Because Daniel was so favorable with the king, all the other governors slash satraps plotted against him. Um, they were jealous of his position. Like, first of all, all these other men were Persian men. And Daniel was a, a, a Israelite, you know, he wasn't Persian. So I think that was one of the reasons that they didn't like the fact that he had such a high position within their government because we have conquered these people. So th essentially he's technically a slave and he has a high position over actual Persians. So they didn't like that. And because of that, they plotted against Daniel to um get rid of him. So what they were going to do, what they, their initial plan was to uh, make his name look bad, like make him look bad publicly. So they started trying to dig up dirt on Daniel. Come to find out, y'all, um, Daniel's record is squeaky clean. Like he don't have, he ain't cheating on no wife. He 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 ain't at the whole house. There's nothing bad they could find on Daniel nothing and when they realized that they couldn't find anything bad on him they decided to go another route they said the only way that uh we could get daniel is 
through the God that he served because it is a proven fact that Daniel is going to serve the God of Israel. He's going to do what the God of Israel tell him to do. So these people plotted against him by saying, we're we, we going to attack his religious views. That's, that's, that's what their plan had been because they were trying to like socially bring him down, but there was nothing you could do. Daniel was loved by everybody and he had a squeaky clean record. There was nothing that couldn't embarrass him publicly. So they were like, the only way we can attack him is through religion. So, they go to the king and they urge him to issue a decree where everyone would pretty much consider the king a god and worship him for 30 days. And if someone was caught praising, praying, worship, or petitioning another god, they would be thrown into the lion's den and killed. So, um, they... So what they did was they attacked now they attacked Daniel religiously by setting up this 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 situation with this stupid religious decree where people would start praising the king. And so they really rubbed the king's ego. Um I don't know what it is about us humans wanting to be uplifted so bad to the point where we want to be considered a god. The king um the king agreed to it, so he wrote out the decree for people to serve him and worship him and fall on their face and praise him and, and and call out to him in his name like he a god um so once again they did this at the castle and Daniel heard it when they when they did this he when they went to him and the king created this degree Daniel was there and he heard it and he went home Y'all, <laughs> big mouth, big faith. Remember I said that about David and I said that about the three Hebrew boys and I'm going to say it about Daniel. Big mouth, big faith. Daniel heard the decree and he was like, he went home. He went to the upper room. He slung open his window shutters and prayed where everybody could see him. With the window wide open. Daniel was like. You make sure they watch. <clears throat> Father God, Lord Jesus. I come to you right now. And I just want to say. Thank you, Lord. Because mm-hmm. I hope that the enemy is watching. Because I'm not about to change my mind. I'm not about to praise the king. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I'm going to praise the Lord. <laughs> and I hope all y'all can hear me praising the Lord God of Israel. Because ain't nobody got time to be praising King Darius. No, 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 no. That's why I got the windows open. So all y'all can see that uh, I'm going to uplift my God. No matter what y'all think about it. Hallelujah. I just want to thank you, Lord, for being so good to me, Lord, for putting me in this high position, Lord, for making the enemy my footstool, Lord. And I trust and believe that you're going to get me through this situation. Amen. 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 Daniel prays three times a day faithfully in the upper room with the windows wide open. He don't care who saw him, who heard him. As a matter of fact, he wanted them folks to hear him. 
I'm not about to turn my back on my God because y'all threatening me with death. I don't care. Did y'all forget? I was there when y'all threw the three, three Hebrew boys in the fire and they came out without a burn mark on them. They ain't even smell like a furnace. And you think that I'm about to go praise King Darius? King Darius didn't do that. God did that. Y'all must be out your mind. Y'all must be out your mind. Listen to me pray. I'm going to shout out loud. I don't care. So, this is exactly what the the uh, the other governors wanted. They wanted him because they, they knew Daniel. They knew Daniel very well. One thing about Daniel, he was a good man. And number two about Daniel, he was about God. And everybody knew. They knew that he was not going to change his mind about God. That's how they decided they was going to trip him up in the first place. So, they go to the king. And they tell him that um Daniel was caught praising uh and praying and worshiping his god and not the king so when the king heard about this he got very upset with himself um so we finna make a return to uh rule number two of context history and culture so apparently y'all like i said darius was persian so apparently persians believe that kings were direct mouthpieces of the gods so essentially the king was a god right so when Persian kings made decrees, they couldn't undo them because if they did, they'd be calling their God a liar. So it was at this point that King Darius realized that he had been tricked. Because once, like I said, the Bible says that he got upset at himself. Because now he can't undo the decree because it's going to make him look bad in front of his people. It's going to make his God look bad and and then it's gonna make him look like a liar in front of the whole kingdom so he's like i can't undo the decree because by because by law by persian law that's a no-no like i can't undo it and he was so upset with himself because he really liked Daniel as a person. Like I said, he wanted to promote Daniel to his right hand man to be the second in command under him. So he was, he, he was, he was, he really liked Daniel. So with this situation happening, meaning Daniel got to get thrown in the lines, then he was like, oh my God, oh goodness, this dude going to get killed over some BS. I don't let, I don't let these, these governors trick me into this stupid decree. And it, and when he was upset with himself, when they came and told him, Darius was like, I got to see if this is like fact. So the Bible said he spent all day looking for evidence to prove that what they were saying was true because he really, really, really didn't want to throw Daniel in the lines then. He really didn't because he really did like Daniel as a person. Um, So he was fact checking this claim that they made against Daniel and then he found out that they weren't lying. It was true that Daniel did praise his God three times a day in front of everybody. Be my buffet. So, the next day, Daniel is thrown in the lion's... Well, Daniel is going to be thrown in the lion's den the next day. Um, But crazy enough, 
Before Darius throws him in the lion den, he says, it's crazy to me, but he says, your God who you serve continually will deliver you. I thought that that was a, I thought that, that was amazing to me that this Persian man who obviously isn't a worshiper of the God of Israel, he saw how faithful Daniel was to God and he was like, your faith gonna save you. Straight up, your faith gonna save you. I, I, I truly believe that your God is gonna save you because you, you faithful to that dude. You real faithful to that dude. He gonna, he gonna take care of you. I'm pretty sure he is. Darius showed faith in the God of Israel because he really didn't want his friend to die. But I'm just like, homie, you the king. Forget all that bull crap. Like, you king. Back then, kings was like to- totalitarian. Ain't that the word? Totalitarian go- uh, government. Like, you had total control. You could have changed the laws. You could change the Persian law. And say the gods told you to do this. Gods told you. you could change it. So I don't understand why he didn't because that's what I wanted to do. Like, I was like, I ain't finna kill that man. Whatever. Anyway. So they didn't get thrown in the lion den. Um, and they sealed the exit, I believe it said, with a rock or something. So he couldn't leave. So he's in the den and they close it. Um, so after this, the king was sad and he wanted to be alone. And he was in turmoil over this dumb decree like this this man he was a good worker he was a good person and Darius really really uh favored Daniel and he felt like crap because Daniel didn't deserve to be thrown in the lion's den he has done nothing evil he has been a very good person and he he just felt really guilty for throwing the man in the den in the lion's den the Bible say he felt so bad that he couldn't even sleep that night. So he, it, it whipped him all night. He couldn't even sleep. He couldn't lay down and go to sleep because he was worried about Daniel getting, um, he was worried about Daniel being cat food. So, <laughs> so anyway, the next morning the king rushes to the den and you know he he um he calls out to Daniel to see if he's still alive. He he was like, Daniel, did your God protect you? And Daniel was like. Yup. <laughs> Daniel was still alive and the king was so happy. They um opened the um um they they removed the rock that was blocking the um exit and they saw Daniel though. He was there fully. The cats was just sitting there and Daniel was just sitting there and nobody did nothing nothing to him like he and they just walked out and he was like yeah the lord just the lord closed the, the lion's mouth so you know we just been sitting up in here chilling you know uh, and, and i'm sure then you got him um they got some good reds that night he he wasn't where he wasn't true he probably used one of the lions as a pillow and they they all cuddled up together and stuff then he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't scared or nothing <laughs> so after this after Daniel is set free, the men, the 120 men that um tricked the king into writing this decree, um, they all got thrown in the lion's den, and not just them, uh, their families were also thrown in the lion's den, and all of them were killed. Um, history and culture. Um, we're going back to history and culture again in ancient Persian Persia. Persians believed that if you're guilty, 
your whole family is guilty. So that's why those men and their families were thrown into the lion's den because that was a custom of uh persians that was an ancient persian custom was if you guilty your family guilty y'all all gonna die so all 120 men and all of their families their, their wives and their children were all thrown in the lion's den and killed by the lions the lions they became you know cat food and um much like nebuchadnezzar in the past in the earlier books daniel darius makes a new decree that all people should honor the god of israel and the bible notes that daniel prospered in the kingdom of darius as well as cyrus the next persian king and that the story of Daniel and the lion's den. Once again, we see Daniel exercising that big old mouth and big faith. Big mouth, big faith will get you through every time. Like, Daniel wasn't just talking about God all the time. He actually acted upon his faith multiple times. And um, I just really love the part where they was like, where, where they thought that they could tr- manipulate the situation by how much he loved God, but you end up they end up messing up themselves. They the ones that got killed, messing around with uh Daniel. See, uh, God don't play. God don't God don't God didn't play by Daniel. You know why? Cause Daniel didn't play by God. Daniel was actually about that God life. Daniel was on his face three times a day. Bowing, worshiping, praising the Lord every day. So much so that everybody knew he did it. It was his routine to give thanks to the Lord, to worship the Lord, to pray to the Lord. Big mouth, big faith. But you don't have to take my word for it, though. You can go back and read your Bible. It's in Daniel chapter 6. Honestly, you should read the whole book of Daniel because Daniel is good. Um, I'm going to link all those other ghetto Bible tales where I discuss different stories in the books of Daniel in the description box below. Please go watch those videos because those are some of my best. I love the Three Hebrew Boys video. It is... Call me conceited, but I I laugh so hard at myself when I watch that video. I mean, I watch it every time like it's new. But anyway, thank y'all for watching this video. Please like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Please share this video with your family, with your friends. I just want to thank all y'all. I truly enjoy doing these. Whether two people watch, three people watch, four people watch, or 10,000 people watch. I truly enjoy this Bible study time that we have together. Please leave a comment. Uh, We can discuss things. Ask questions if you want to. You should also visit getabobletales.com. There is a request section if you would like to request a topic or story that you want me to retell or you want to ask a question um you can do that at ghettobibletales.com once again though i just thank y'all for watching and until next time peace out y'all love y'all all ghetto bible tale episodes are posted on youtube simultaneously in video format thanks for tuning in you can follow the show on all social media at ghetto bible tales 
head on over to ghettobobbletails.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. Once again, I'm your host, Jerrica, and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday.